Good afternoon, folks. Welcome to the podcast of Lotus Eaters for the 7th of December, 2023. I'm joined by uh, some no names. I've never... Uh, Hello. Fred? <laughs> some, some bank right side, Fred. You're probably, no. Distinguished guests. So I'm so glad to have you guys hey. in the new studio. Nice to be. Yes, it's that. lovely. It's extraordinarily posh. It is dead Thank posh. Yes, it, it is very posh. Yeah, it costs and a lot. Uh, am I meant to be reading this thing down here? Like, no, no, no. Like that, they're notes for me. Yeah. And okay. it, look, it, looks, it looks expensive, I've got to tell you. It bloody was. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it was worth it. Yes, yes. Um, absolutely. But, uh, but today we're going to be talking about the calls for genocide on Ivy League campuses and how that's um, actually something that maybe should be tolerated, apparently. Um, how Ireland is... Um, totally delusional about immigration and how immigration is going to bring down the Tories. I'm going to do it in this particular order because okay. the thing is the Irish, they're about five or ten years behind us when it comes to the immigration issue. Right. So we've got a lot of experience on them. And so okay. I'm trying to help out our Irish friends <laughs> by saying, look, actually, this is going to go terribly for you. We have been a yes. great case study in this. Trust us. Take our advice now. Um, but before we begin, after this, we've got a lads hour where the Freds will be joining uh, the lads Talking about uh, music. Yes. <gasps> As if. Good. You know, good. There, I, remember that. I remember music. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the, the guys have been wanting to get you on there, uh, specifically to talk about this, because of course, why wouldn't they? You know, get some experts on. Uh, anyway, let's begin. So, when are calls for genocide okay? Well, it turns out they're contextual if you work on an Ivy League campus, such as Harvard or Penn State or MIT or something like that. Um, now, I would have thought there would have been an always no. That would have been a never event. Yes. You're never supposed to call for genocide. Mm. But it turns out that if you're politically on the right side of the argument, yes. then actually you get a lot of tolerance there. Seems isn't to be the really, case. It? it is. They use yes. the word targeted. They do. Yes. It's very, yeah, very, very, it's, very legalese yeah, about it. It is. Yeah. Yes. It's a bit like I did not have sex with that woman. Yes. yes. The Clinton get out. It, it is. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I, I, yeah, I watched it. But what, I, what I think is I think anti Semitism goes way deeper than we think. Particularly on the left, Ooh. and I think that, uh, and I think the the whole there's a there's a it's like the Owen Jones thing, which is a, a reluctance to admit that Hamas have been really pretty horrible. Yeah, <laughs> you know a, what I mean. There's a weird amount of Hamas defence. It, it, yes. it's, it's the Hamas defence. It's like, well, you know that you know you can't blame them really. Yeah. You know, it's sort of that thing. So I can't. I think what we're seeing is is the reveal. I think a lot of these people have been anti-Semitic, soft or the whole hard. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, um, but that Penn State thing was was really instructive. And also, when the when the question was posed, the woman's face, she was laughing. She and, and but blank. It was like, what do I say? How yes. do I get out of this? What are they, you know? They're asking. Well, one, one of them was great. We'll we'll get into it actually. We'll watch a bit of it in a minute. But the the thing I think is important about this is a concept of repressive tolerance, because of course, if this was say Ben Shapiro fans. We were calling for the genocide of the Palestinians on Harvard campuses. Yeah, uh, I don't think they'd be sat in front of a committee going like, "Well, I mean, it's contextual." Actually. <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> I think the bench bureau would be banned from every campus yeah, ever, yeah, yeah. like he probably is anyway, and all of his fans would have been kicked out of the universities. Right? Anyone chanting that, they would have come down incredibly hard. But when it's left wingers saying death to all Jews, suddenly there's a lot more nuance, a lot more. There nuance. seems to be, yeah. and that is all Marcuse's repressive tolerance. He wrote this essay called Repressive Tolerance, in which he said, look, we will just simply rescind tolerance for most people we disagree with from the right. And this is literally what we're watching playing out now. And so the left gets infinite tolerance for anything they do. The right gets zero tolerance for anything they do, yes. even though they are both the same act. Yeah. And uh, go and find out more by signing up to Um, So I thought we'd begin with just the New York Times' framing on this. <laughs> 
Harvard, MIT, and Penn say they are acting against anti-Semitism in congressional testimony. No, they're not. Well, <laughs> that's not what I drew from the bloody <laughs> testimony. Like, <laughs> that's, that's a weird frame, isn't it? it just, but this is this is what I mean. Like, there is no way if this was a right winger being called up to be defending themselves. No calls for genocide against you know whoever yeah that this would have been the framing for well my, yeah my thing if you imagine somebody saying the same thing about all black students yeah oh god can you imagine yeah. the sky would have come exactly down. The guys yeah. would have been out gay of job or gay students yeah. absolutely but would have been out of job. I, he probably would have had his yeah, bank I, account taken away exactly like everything i completely agree with you i think there are some sections of society which are, are you can't even discuss it yeah. You can't even, you know, you're, you're accused of is trans- transphobia or Islamophobia or whatever it is. The minute you even talk about it. It's a phobia. Um, but with, with, with the Jewish issue and the anti-Semitism, it seems there are all kinds of caveats around it. What I found weird is that obviously, having been in the music industry for so long, and the Jewish community are well represented in entertainment. Yeah. Particularly in legal firms and stuff. So we've worked with many Jewish people. Never Mel had- Brooks. absolutely never had an issue and what I find weird is what I've noticed online is people with a legitimate concern for their safety particularly in London are just um, mocked oh completely and it's like it's like yeah yeah. online it's very it's very odd there's this sort of like um, as if as if a Jewish person in London who says actually I don't feel safe is it would lie would lie about that? I don't yeah. feel safe as an English person. No, no, well, no, no, no. Like being a Jewish person. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. You know, I can only imagine yeah. how much worse that yeah, is. Yeah, and I think it's very odd, and and it's it, it's a bit. When I thought was weird, we reading some of the timelines. Is, is a lot of people very sympathetic, but yeah. some of the those who wanted to have a go, there was no sort of why do you think that? What's happened? It, they, it was just you're lying. Yeah, yeah. This is you trying to put you um trying to create a full sense of. Uh, of hostility. Well, suddenly we don't care about lived experience. No, exactly. Suddenly no, we don't care exactly. about any no. of that. No. You know, no. Uh, no. I mean, th- this is this is a statement from Claudine Gay of Harvard, which right. I, I thought was just brilliant. She says, "Quote: I've sought to confront hate while preserving free expression. This is difficult work, and I know I've not always got it right." Again, if that was Ben Shapiro fans calling for the extermination of black people, yes, she would be like, "Well, I'm very concerned about free expression." <laughs> it wouldn't even come up. No, it wouldn't no. even come up. I agree. Uh, and so I thought we'd uh, watch just some of this testimony. Yeah, this is good. Because this is just bonkers, to be honest. I, know. I just can't believe I'm watching this in the year of our Lord 2023. <laughs> exactly. Dr. Yes. does M- at MIT, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment? Yes or no? You've targeted at individuals not making public statements. So, yes or sorry, no? Just a quick but not making public statements. Uh, yeah. So if I'm I'm just I come out onto the Harvard campus. Yes. I'm just like, I think all the Jews should just be genocided, by the way. Uh that's just a broad statement. It's just a just a statement of my political opinion, actually. <laughs> She'd be like, Well, I mean, that's not targeted, so that's, totally no, that's fine. Nonsense. <laughs> it is complete Absolute nonsense. nonsense. I watch a bit more. And it is a yes or no. It is a yes. It's very obviously yes. Abs- absolutely. I love that she's equivocating on this. Yeah. Calling for the genocide of Jews does have, not constitute bullying and harassment? I have not heard calling for the genocide for Jews on our campus. But you've heard chants for intifada. I've heard chants, which can be anti-Semitic depending on the context, when calling <laughs> for the elimination of the Jewish people. So those would not be according to the MIT's code of conduct or rules? That would be um, investigated of, as harassment if pervasive and severe. Ms. McGill, at... Right. 
So just casual calls for the genocide. Yeah, yes. It, it, as long as it's not severe. <laughs> yes, exactly. Come on. <laughs> it's sort of soft genocide. It, it's yeah. it's word salad, we, isn't it? It's they're, just, they're just beating around the bush. Yeah, exactly. Anything but just... Yes. Yeah, it's not, it is. It is. Penn, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's rules or code of conduct? Yes or no? If the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment. Yes. I am asking specifically calling for the genocide of Jews. Does that constitute bullying or harassment? If it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment. So the answer is yes. It is a context-dependent decision, Congresswoman. It's a context-dependent decision. That's your testimony today. Calling for the genocide of Jews is depending upon the context. That is not bullying or harassment. This is the easiest question to answer. Yes, Ms. McGill. So is your testimony that you will not answer yes? If it is, if the speech speech becomes conduct, it can be harassment. Yes. Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide? The speech is not harassment? This is unacceptable, Ms. McGill. I'm going to give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? Look. It can be harassment. The answer. Right. It so, can be. Oh, she's loving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a weird really loving. Yeah. What a really weird lady she yeah, is. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> and that's why I mean, I think it's why you see so many dysfunctional people coming out of university. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and what's weird is that they they think they've been um, educated. In fact, a lot of it's indoctrination. Oh, it does. And and, and um, my, my daughter's a doctor, and she went through six years of uni, and she was very perplexed at some of the information she was meant to be taking on board, and 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 the and some of the groups and the political stuff going on. Fortunately, she's quite savvy and ballsy and kept herself to herself, you know. Yeah. But uh, if if you're not that sort of person, you could get well. You end up like her, don't you? Well, the interesting thing Which is, as you say, well, she started off being very pro NHS. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, really <laughs> pro the idea. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, I watched Jeremy Corbyn the other day, who's still bat- rattling on about being pro NHS, yes. like you know, like it's like it's a given. Yeah. Um, and uh, when she realised how politically skewed it was, yeah. she's just pulled away, and yeah. it's now it, it's now destroyed her faith in in, yeah. in the basic principles of the NHS. I mean, just as just as a quick side, I'm pro the concept of the NHS. Yeah, it's a great idea. It's just it's not the National Health Service. It is the International Health Service, yeah, yeah. and we're going to forever pay for the entire world. Yeah. Healthcare. Our but also, yeah. my, my thing also is when I, I said well, I tweeted Jeremy, Jeremy or X, I don't know how you say that now. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Corbyn back and I said, be specific. Is every procedure yeah. free at the point of need? Yeah. So, I mean, I remember t- somebody t- 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 talking to me about getting um, um, a, a pre- pre- you know, pre- um, HIV, you know, what's the, what's the, that's the, the prep, yes. called, don't they, on the NHS. Well, my thing is go and buy some condoms. I don't yes. see why the taxpayer should pay for that. Okay. I think you can get condoms from the NHS. Well, you probably can. <laughs> I think you can. Yeah. I think you probably can. Yeah. I don't, I, I, anything like that. I think if if it's if, if it's an op, if you have an option, there are some things I agree with you that absolutely should be free at the point of use. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but the idea that it, that it should cover absolutely yeah. all procedures mm. is ridiculous. Yeah. Back in the day, though, I'll tell a very very quick story. Back in the day when the NHS was started, there was a little old lady who used to go into her GP and order as much cotton wool as she could get her hands on, right? 
loads and loads of cotton right. wool. And after a while, the doctor said to her, "What? can I ask you what's going on with the cotton wool? She's, oh, I'm making teddy bears. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Smart. But that's kind of the thinking. Yes. If yeah. she was having to pay for that, she wouldn't be doing yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, this we, saw, we saw this uh, framing, which I just thought was amazing. In the York Times. Uh, again, her, I mean, if, if that can be considered acting against anti-Semitism, yeah. anything can be. Absolutely. Yeah. But you, you see the result on the right. When there are online people, and they literally say, a dam burst last week on the right, and a wave of grotesque anti-Semitism poured out all over the internet. It's like, okay, that's the internet. Right. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> Ivy League campuses and the presidents of these Ivy League universities. But this is the framing. It's like, oh no, the right evil anti-Semitism. The left, oh, we're doing everything we can to stop anti-Semitism. It's like, dude, unbelievable yeah. lie. Yeah. You know, it's unbelievable partisanship. This is why I refer you back to the Re repressive tolerance podcast to understand why this is happening, why it is manifesting as it's manifesting now. Um, but anyway, I thought we'd move on because there's obviously a lot of condemnation mm. over this. A lot of people are actually quite I hadn't seen that. I hadn't seen that clip before. That oh, that, I have. I've, oh, it's, it's just... They're both disgusting, yeah. aren't they? Well, but the, but the, the, there are three of them there, and they're all presidents. Of yeah. The just disgusting. And they're not just some sort of low-level administrators. No, no. These are the people at the very top. Yeah. The far right has become another expression, like you're a racist or you're a homophobe. Yes. Or you're a homophobe. It's just one of those, like confetti, they just throw it out. Well, also, it's, it's, it's like anti-vax. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's used, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's used to, to, to destroy the conversation it, yeah, yeah. Uh, by, by, by name-calling. Exactly. exactly. I'm, I'm just, I've, on the subject of far right, I've just been like, okay, well, what's far right? It's like thinking you should have borders, thinking people should work hard, <laughs> yeah. being pro-family. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe I'm far right. I mean, like, if that's maybe. what being far right is, oh, I mean... There was a good... There was a, uh, Andrew, Andrew Lawrence is worth watching. Oh, he's great, yeah. And he said, you wait till the real far right turn up. Right. <laughs> he's 100% right He's absolutely that, right, yeah. Because we're right so fair, we get far right so fair. Yeah. And I always that's say... Cool, <laughs> and, and, and I say, right so far, said Fred. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, but, but people are just... And when they find out I've got a black wife, it really upsets I'm done it. But that's, that, that's not far right what people, far right people do. <laughs> yeah. It really upsets the whole so thing. sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I know. You know. <laughs> so, honestly, though, I, I, whenever I just, you, when you ask them for a list, what's far right, they'll tell you a bunch of things that are just really normal, mm, exactly. common sense. Exactly. It's like, okay, but if that's what being far right is, then... I mean, if you thought I was a Nazi, you'd just call me a Nazi. Because it's yeah. not like you're shy to say that. No, 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 no. So you're not calling me a Nazi. What you're calling me, what you're calling me is kind of a nativist. Yes, yes. Yeah, a yeah. normal nativist common yes, sense. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm, maybe, you know, okay, yeah. fine. But, you know, but during some of the pro-Palestinian marches, we've got um, people dressed in their, their Palestinian gear, and I don't know if they're Muslims or not, or they're hijacking the event. I don't know. No. But they're now advocating what, what Hitler said was right. I saw that. Have you seen the oh, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we you seen the guy this? doing the whole thing. What? Yeah, I, I mean, these but people. There was a there was a clip of the Met Police taking a guy's sign off of him because had a swastika on it. Right. And they were putting it to the side. And it's like, sorry, if any, if say one of Tommy's lads or something had turned up with a swastika, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You'd been arrested uh, like that, right? Yes, you would, yeah. No, not these guys. No, no, we're gonna it looks bad optics. Yeah, You'd yeah. have a sign with the swastika, yes. so we're just gonna put that to the side. Yeah, yeah. You carry on marching. So like, yeah. come on. Yeah. But sometimes I think for me, the devil is always in the detail. Have you seen the Christmas tree? No. Pretty bad. It's pretty terrible. Oh, really? It's really bad. And I think Why? that because if you had a really – I'm not a Christian at all, but I'm not sure. a, of a faith. But if you had a very strong Christian mayor in London, that Christmas tree would look great. What we have is we have a <laughs> Muslim – Sadiq Khan. It's yeah. Sadiq Khan who yeah. doesn't care about Chris, Christians or Christmas. No, so therefore, the tree – Bears the brunt. It's pretty, it's pretty appalling. It's it looks like one half has been shaved off. I think John's going to pull it up for us. Because <laughs> uh, 
Let's have a look at the Christmas tree. It bad. My wife showed it to me. Now that, yeah, now that, yeah, that actually it looks better than that's it did. That's it. That looks better now. Yes, it Why does. Why is it covered in lights? Um, and it looks a bit small, doesn't it? Yeah, yes, yeah, it is a bit small. Yeah. That was better when it was when the first picture I saw. Uh, it, it it looked pretty shabby. Maybe that's a better shot. It's, but that uh, doesn't look great. It doesn't look great, does it's it? It's London's Christmas tree. <laughs> I was like, uh. But you should work. We've probably got a better one in Swindon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, there's, I don't, it was last year, I think, when the, the yeah. first time I spotted it. And the last year's tree was infinitely worse than that. And you don't have to be a Christian to be concerned about this. This is a British tradition. Yeah. The capital yes. of Britain. Well, the, the whole thing. A... Yeah, I agree. The whole thing about Christmas. I mean, I'm, as I say, I'm not of a faith particularly, but one thing I'm becoming increasingly aware of is the lack of spirituality around Christmas. Around anywhere. And around, you know. <laughs> around I, everything. Yeah, I really think, you know, you know stars and angels and all that stuff is, isn't really what we're talking about when you're talking about celebrating Christmas. It's not, yeah. really, the, yeah. it's not really the thing. I think here's, here's the picture of it when it arrived. Oh, that's the one I was looking at. Yeah, yeah, I can <laughs> oh, right. see what you mean, yeah. Well, that could be storage. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they obviously have to puff that out. Yeah, yeah. Transport. Yeah. But still, it's, it's not a great tree, is it? huge, does it, for uh, Capital City? No. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's always been that size, hasn't it? I, well, I, I, yeah, we need to go back in time to look at previous. Have to, yeah, 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 yeah. Look at previous trees. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll carry on here, John. Yeah. Yes. Have the mouse back, possibly. Um, right. So yeah, okay. there, were, there were a lot of responses to uh, to that this weird, genocide thing. strange defense of yeah. calls for genocide. Um, the Pfizer CEO, my favorite person in the world, uh, said he was ashamed to hear it. The Pennsylvania governor uh, said that this was unacceptable and shameful. The White House press secretary. I was like, well, this is unacceptable. Uh, various uh, investors who are graduates of these universities yeah. came out because one thing that people may not know is that, of course, very rich people who graduate from these universities tend to give them large endowments. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's you know weird that you're going to offend all of those people <laughs> yes, by saying, money. yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> yes. you know they're, they're going to give you lots of money. Yeah. Uh, say Mark Rowan, who's a private equity billionaire, who obviously gives them money. Disgusted, and uh, hedge fund billionaire Bill Ackman uh, has called for them to resign in disgrace. Uh, well, this—I mean—it's good that that opposition is is out there. It is. I'm pleased about that. You know, um, yeah. it's just a shame that it took this broadcast, yeah. the filming of that panel, to make it. That guy happen. there on uh, Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro. Any relation to Ben? Uh, no, I think Shapiro is just a common Jewish name. Yeah, his mother was Helen, though. <laughs> But uh, this uh, gave Elon Musk the easiest win ever. Uh, just tweet out, yes, it's actually uh, easy to help out with this. You can just say, yes, it does. And calling for the genocide of anyone obviously constitutes harassment. Yeah. yeah. Not very difficult. Nope. Uh, I went and looked up the Harvard Student Handbook for 2023, oh, well done, right. yeah. On page 50, it says discrimination based on race, color, sex, gender identity, sexual orientation, religion, creed, national origin, age, ancestry, veteran status, disability, mil military service, or any other legally protected basis is contrary to the principles and policies of Harvard. So if calls for genocide of a race <laughs> don't fall under that, don't breach that, yeah. yeah. then they're being very, very generous. They haven't read the handbook, mate. Quite possibly. Yeah. I mean, it was brand new this year. So maybe, <laughs> maybe they're just not up to speed. <laughs> right. Maybe last year's handbook was like, you know, all these things except calls for genocide are totally yes. unacceptable. Uh, but uh, finally, we did actually get a statement from Harvard University. Uh, there are some who have confused the right to free expression with the idea that Harvard will condone calls for violence against Jewish students. So, no, they're not saying you can't call for genocide. No. Right? They're not saying that. 
Let me be clear, calls for violence or... Oh, sorry, they do say Calls for violence or genocide against the Jewish community or any religious or ethnic group are vile and have no place after them. So finally... Did, yeah, she's then had to do this retrospectively because they, they realised what a jerk she looked on screen. Exactly. Everyone's kind of been like, hang on a second. Yeah. And she's had... And someone has been on the phone saying, you need to, you need to sort this out because we've got... Uh, uh, funders pulling yeah. out billions and billions <laughs> not being given. Yeah, exactly. Make it right. Yeah, make you it right. Stupid woman. Yeah. I mean, the, the post below, why didn't you say this during congressional hearings exactly. yesterday? I mean, like, if any, if ever there was a time and a place to say it, when you're, when you're being called up in front of Congress. Yeah, it, absolutely. Seems, and it, just, it seems like the easiest win. Yeah. Do you support that? No, of course we don't support that. Yeah. Why are we equivocating with this? Well, I suppose she, they tried to get around it because if they said, no, we don't support this, they would win, they would then say, "Well, you've got students calling around for data. Do something uh, about it. And why haven't you done yeah. something about yeah. it? She wants to avoid that. Yes, and they'll get loads of protests. And yes, but also the, the other word, the other word that came up as, as contextual was jihad. There's yes. nothing contextual about jihad. No, nothing. Well, it is what it is. You know, that's uh, that's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> the opinion of uh, Doctor yeah. <laughs> Doctor Gay here. Yeah. Doctor. <laughs> Yes. She, yeah. She's got a different opinion on jihad. It makes you wonder what these people get up to behind closed doors oh. and say, doesn't it? Yeah, if they're going to smirk about defending genocide in front of Congress, imagine what they say behind closed yeah. doors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Very odd. I just, I mean, I don't, just don't think I'd have the balls, even if I did believe it. No. I think I just, no. you know what, I probably don't support <laughs> that, actually. You know, good point. You know, well made. But anyway. It's what we were saying earlier, but the whole nuance thing has gone. Yeah, hasn't it? It's completely gone. So we saw it in Brexit. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, through COVID, yeah. you know, if you if you thought, well, maybe I don't want to take this fax, anti-vax, yeah, you yeah, weren't yeah. allowed no. to have to exactly. question it. And exactly. now we've got that idiot Piers Morgan, so, who's who's now had a COVID test because <laughs> first of all he thinks those things work. Yeah, he, you know, he thinks those stupid little plastic things work from China. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, he thinks uh, he's, he's now decided it's a choice. Of course, at the end of his tweet, says, of course, it's, it's a choice. Oh, that's <laughs> not what you were saying two years no, ago. Piers. What a spineless you, you were saying put us all in death camp. <laughs> I still haven't taken the test. I've not taken no, the test. No, I've not been vaccinated. No. I've had nothing to do no, with it. No, no. I had no, no, I haven't had the jab. And one person who hasn't had the jab, which surprised me, was Tucker Carlson. That doesn't surprise me, actually. No, it doesn't. But it surprises me in as much as he moves around a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's if you know what I mean. But he always struck me as sort of savvy. Yes, no, like, yeah, I'm a bit suspect. No, I think he's very, I think he's very savvy. Do you Absolutely. think Johnson had the jab? Or any of them? He should have stuck it in his bum if he has. <laughs> you know, it's hard to say, right? Because I don't know how cynical they are and how stupid they are. Right, yes. It could yeah. be that they're deeply cynical and lying, or it could be that they're deeply stupid. Yes. And they believe they're bullshit. Right. So I don't know, actually. Yeah, it's just after the um, this came out that uh, the New Zealand government, oh. 11,000 exemptions yeah, yeah. in New Zealand. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, God. Some, really? Something of that nature. Yeah. Because uh, this guy's done a, done a whistleblower. Yeah, and now yeah. he's facing That's jail time. Right. Yeah, he's, out, he's out, out on bail. Is he? Oh, good. Currently. Good. Okay. And uh, I think it was 11,000 exemptions. So then we thought, then you've got to look, well, they're not the only government. No. Really? Yeah, no. Good point, yeah. So I just well, a, lot, a lot of sorry, a lot of White House staffers were exempt. Yes, um, and uh, and and also what was interesting with the Davos thing, a lot of the people, a lot of those cretins that went to Davos <laughs> were insisting that the pilot that flew their plane was unjabbed. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes, yes. You know, so hey, I, I find it very hard to believe that uh, they were jabbed. I think the Queen we, thought she was jabbed. I think she thought she was. Well, you think they gave a saline? Yes. Well, they wouldn't give. Her. 
Trump. Not in a million years. I, I, I wouldn't if I were the one no. making the decisions. No. Obviously. No. Absolutely. But then I wouldn't have given it to anyone. No, you know? no. But I think there's quite a few people out there. Where you can see that, you know, with the caps still on the needle and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah, yeah. My feeling is I agree with you. I don't yeah. think they would have risked, they would have. Because yeah. I think these people I saw, knew. I saw Justin Trudeau apparently taking the jab the other day, uh, but you don't, it's clipped. <laughs> So, you know, between the point of going into his arm and, yeah. you know, her rubbing thing, you yeah. don't see that bit. No, no, no. And so it's just like, right, okay, that's... What yeah, exactly. That's yeah, it. absolutely. Um, so, yeah, actually, the more, more you say it, the more I think now. Yeah. 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 Did you see the thing that came out today, actually? I retweeted it, where um, the, the scientists have been doing studies and like, oh, there's unexpected results from this <laughs> mRNA thing. Really? <laughs> really unexpected? Really? Amazing. <laughs> We're baffled. Yeah, yeah. 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 Experts say. Yeah. Experts say. Who could have Study known? finds. Who could have known that this experimental procedure oh. would have an unexpected result? Just, yeah, yeah. yeah this, I know. It's exhausting, isn't it? It is exhausting. It but is. I, what we're looking at? What's that? Uh, th this, this is our merch. But we'll go on to the next bit because um, Ireland, I think, is quite delusional. It is. Immigration. Mm. I love the way I hadn't even finished that sentence. I was delusional. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, but on, specifically on immigration. Yeah, on yeah. Um, And it's not the Irish people. I just want to make no, the no. average Irish person is a lot like the average British person. They don't want mass immigration. No. They've never asked for mass immigration. They've never voted for mass immigration. And yet they're getting mass immigration. Yes. And so we're about 20 years ahead of Ireland on this subject, about 15, 20 years ahead. And so I thought I would try and give some of the wisdom that we have learned in Britain <laughs> about mass immigration to the Irish. Uh, but before we begin, if you're all supporters, go up to our merch store and go and get some of our merch. Oh, I see. Right, okay. I particularly like this one. Uh, it's just a uh, quote from the Duke of Wellington. Which is? Born in a stable does not make one a horse. Absolutely. Surprisingly edgy in this day and age, but <laughs> yeah. it, I don't think it should be. Um, or you can get our aesthetic range, which is uh, oh. just pretty things that you can get on mugs. This one's a lovely piece of art by a local artist uh, called Weathering the Storm, which is just a, a ship battled in a storm. Right. It's very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. But uh, that supports us, of course, because, of course, we're demonetized on YouTube because we talk about things I'm not allowed to talk about. <laughs> I like the hoodie. That's good. Yeah, thank you. I do mm. as well. Um, so let's uh, let's watch uh, a few of the debates in the dial. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce. It's the Irish Parliament. Yes. Yeah. Keep interrupting. Either leave, but let the deputy finish his time. I was elected by the people I declared from what we need. particular deputy have linked criminality with immigration. Five times on the record of this house, you have said that elderly people, that women and children are scared alive because of immigration. Are you, any, are you in any way surprised that you are raising temperatures and raising tension and raising fear in local communities, when you consistently, when you consistently you connect like immigration with criminality. You know exactly what you're doing. You know exactly what you're doing. So you know exactly yeah, what you're doing, yeah. which is raising the concerns of the Irish people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because, of course, if you bring lots of young men over from, say, North Africa or the Middle East, it turns out you actually don't attract the best and brightest. <laughs> you say, Very we're, possibly. we're going to give you lots of money to come and live in Ireland. That tends to attract foreign adventurers. They're <laughs> not always men of the highest moral fiber. No, but we. This is this is this thing is it, it illustrates the gap between people who sit in the chair like her yes. and regular people, yes. and that's been going. It's happening in, in Ireland. Yes. It's been going on in the UK for God knows how long. Just a simple thing like the lines of the, the chemtrails in the sky. I was never asked. No, British people yeah. were never asked. We don't know who it is, where it is, what's in it. Who's flying the planes? And whenever they... you're asked, it's a conspiracy theory yeah. and you're a lunatic. Anyway. Yeah. Right. So what's going on here? So, uh, so this is, comes in the wake of, of course, a uh, I don't even know if it was a terrorist attack. That's the thing. 
an Algerian migrant in Ireland um, stabbed a bunch of children. Yes, he did. An Algerian, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, And uh, of course, Leo Varadkar, the um, prime minister of Ireland, uh, came out and said, well, I would ask people to avoid connecting crime with migration. It's not right. But he added, a few migrants will commit terrible crimes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not very reassuring, is it, Mr. Varadkar? Some of you may die. Exactly. It's a sacrifice he's willing to make. Which, no wonder they're feeling a little bit afraid if the Prime Minister's coming out and going, well, yeah, some of them will commit. How can you trust anybody who can't find a comb? Well, that's a great question. Yes. <laughs> but that's just, a, that's a really, really, really lackadaisical opinion. He does. I, I, think, I think the elites, for want of a better word, yeah. are, are now so disconnected from regular people. He's, and I, he's totally. well, he's for, he's yeah. well economic for Yeah. Reasons. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So they don't, ordinary, I, I think it's really interesting. I think this this whole gap that's, that's opened up in the last four, well, we've noticed it more more in the last few years. Yeah, this gap between the, what ordinary people feel and what they see, yeah. and what they're told to see. Yeah, it's a huge. The, the, the leadership is very ideological. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like they they. I mean, you, you hear all of the arguments. Oh, Ireland's always been a nation of immigrants. Like, what? <laughs> you know, what are you talking about? There's no difference. Although everyone's got a right to live in Ireland. It's like. That's literally not the opinion of the Irish for the last hundred years. No, no. Yeah, yeah, you know, what were yeah. the troubles about if everyone got the right to live in Ireland? <laughs> yeah. so what do, well, it's like the guy was saying that um, um, black people in, built all the buildings in Britain, all yeah. the roads in Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. there's a bloke in there saying, no, the Irish did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know. By God, getting them to do any work was different. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so there have been vox pops with people on the street who just literally go out and ask, as you were saying about the disconnect between yeah the average person and the political elite, the political elite feel that if someone in parliament doesn't say, by the way, you need to be worried about all these migrants, then the average Irish person just won't think anything. I mean, you can go and ask them on the street as we'll watch now. Yeah, I wouldn't be in favour of it. Very scary, very scary. I wouldn't mind if it was women and children coming, but men. And you've heard the stories that's going on and being covered up. And I'm just terrified of walking down the street now. Like, I I, I wouldn't even go outside after a certain time of the day. Unless I was with people. I think a lot of old people are going to be frightened. Their life is going to be frightened now because with these um, economic migrants coming in, we don't know who they are, we don't know where they're from, we don't know what they've done in <coughs> other countries. It's like that fellow that murdered Ashling um, Murphy. Murphy, right? He was... He had done something in another country, underage sex with another child. He's been on the radar, the guard, the radar and all right and there we have a girl murdered for no reason that was just out taking and run we've other people up in mayo that were beheaded um like and the children then that were stabbed i mean these are all economic migrants that are doing this right um so as you can see people are rightly concerned mm. because of murders that have been committed by migrants yeah it's not irrational it's not unusual nope. And it doesn't require anyone to tell them that they should be concerned. Like, these are things that are happening in their local communities. The Ashley Murphy thing was terrible because uh, she was a young woman. She was walking home and some Slovakian migrant, I think he was, uh, just murdered her, stabbing her in the throat. Is that because he came onto her and she refused him? I'm not even sure if he did that. I think it was just he was a murderer who came from somewhere else because a lot of them are are fleeing crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads of them. 
So we've got loads of foreign criminals coming in. Yes. And yet the media will say things like, well, it's just uh, far-right agitation. Yes, yes. Elon Musk's Platform X has fueled far-right disinformation in Ireland. So no. Experts say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, expert. <laughs> That's literally oh. experts tell CBS. That's literally word for word. Don't they, don't they know how stupid they look? Yeah. Study finds, experts but, say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, I know. Um, poll, polls reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Do they? Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and they, they say, well, false reports on social media had suggested the stabbings were carried out by an illegal immigrant. Hang on a second. No one said he was an illegal immigrant. They no. said he was an immigrant yeah. because he was an immigrant. And they, they go, well, the alleged assailant is, in fact, a naturalized Irish citizen from Algeria. Oh, well. Well, I mean, if he's, if he's not illegal, then it's no problem. <laughs> it's all right. And yeah. arrested for knife crime earlier this year, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Yes, yes he, he was. was. And he yeah. should have been deported a decade ago, but yeah. wasn't for yes. some reason. Yeah. If you're found with a knife on you, why aren't you in prison? Straight away. St um, Unless, yeah. you know, unless you're a carpet fitter, but we've, and, 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 <laughs> yeah. and you've got all the, you know, well, whatever. The, you know, the, this is this is something that actually really bothers me because, like, like I, now it's like, yeah, I'm not even allowed to be armed. It's like, hang on a second, I I should be able to be armed if I want because other people are now. Exactly, but yeah. even if I, you know, even if I just feel the need to carry around a bloody sword or something, yeah, yeah. it's not like my ancestral right as an Englishman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I I should be armed, but now I can't be bloody armed because of all the stabbings that are going. You know, yes, it's like this. This is this is bothering me. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's yeah. no good solution to it or anything like that. But it's there's something about it. I'm just like, you know, that's, that's no. I agree. Wrong, I, right? well, I could never understand. Is it the Second Amendment with the the right to carry arms? Yes. Yeah, in America, I could never really understand that, and I understand it now. Oh yeah, I oh, completely yeah. understand yeah, it. Yeah, 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 if, yeah. if the only people yeah. that have got guns, the people we don't yeah. trust at all, yeah, which is the government, yeah, then it's a serious situation to, is, yeah. to be in. Yeah, and I, like, and if you go back like twenty or thirty years, I didn't feel so strange from the government. Oh, I don't. Oh, no, no. I never, I never liked them or anything like that. But I no. never felt like that I was genuinely in danger of having my my business taken no. away from me or being locked yeah. up in my home. Well, but of course, that happened. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm starting to think, okay, maybe, maybe being armed might be a good idea. Yeah, but also the thing is, when when I was a kid, you um, and, and when I say kid, but only looking back, say ten years or so. Um, well, you were a kid ten years ago. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. but um, the you could you could disagree with the government position. Sure. And you could disagree with when I was a kid, it was Dennis Healy or it was whoever it was. But broadly speaking, when the when the when it came down to the wire, you thought the government was on your side, yeah. even if you disagreed about certain issues about defence spending yes. and social security, all that. But under, at the end of the day, they were on your side. I no longer feel that. That changed yeah. with Blair. Didn't it, it changed with Blair. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to rub your nose in diversity. That was yeah. his thing. Yeah. yeah, and he is probably one of the most despicable people in public life. Yeah, no doubt about and, it. And he's benefited. From criminal activity? Yeah. Well, well yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. But it's, it's, <laughs> the, the, whole, the, whole, the whole thing is just so obviously the state and its benefits are weighted against the British people. Mm. Yes. And in favour of foreigners. And it's like, I'm sorry, that's just not right. No. That's just not right at all. Well, there's a thing in um, Hull. Yeah. They've just redeveloped a, a block called the Maltings. Oh, yeah. Uh, for rent, for, for, for uh, rental, for people to, buy, uh, to rent or buy. And it's, it's £1,400 a month to rent a flat in that block. Okay. In Hull, they have a, a, a big homeless problem. Yes. So, so what are we doing? Well, we're, the, what we're doing is we're ignoring them. Yes. Yeah. And making sure we can do make these nice flats for people to buy or rent. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But the thing is, the the people who are going to buy them are going to be some sort of international housing developer, yeah, or yeah, BlackRock yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it will be social housing. Yeah. For foreigners. Yes. yes. So you will be paying to house these yeah, people yeah. to make sure some trillionaire. Well, well, that was the money. Yeah, that's the interesting thing about the whole Saudi thing. Yeah. Who, who finance mosques to, to a huge extent. Yeah. yeah. But the the money they're using to do that has been money that's been paid to them 
by the West yeah. for the oil. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we're actually financing it yeah. one way or the it's other. Sad, isn't it? Yeah, it's, incre- it's, it, it's insane. Anyway, the, the next thing, uh, of course, is people complaining that this is, oh, you're pandering to the far right. As a normal, so far right, as far as I can tell, it just means normal people. Yeah. I, I, I really mean, cans, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, she's mental. Uh, obviously, childless, single Irish woman. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean it. There's something like single women tend to be very left wing, but married women tend to be very right wing. Okay. And it, you can see the polls are on this. This, this is a very well known phenomenon. And so, married, uh, unmarried, childless woman gets up and is like, "Oh, the far right. The far right means normal people, as yeah. far as I can tell." Does she actually say far right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, uh, yeah, of course. Where does she live? Where does she live? Uh, somewhere in Ireland, uh, yeah. Dublin, I imagine. Uh, Cork, uh, Southwest. I guarantee she lives nowhere near an area that's been <laughs> yeah. heavily affected by immigration. Obviously guarantee true. it. Obviously Absolutely. True. Yeah. But uh, but you know, just getting oh, it's the far right that are the problem. The far right the problem. Is it really the far right the problem though? Because I think they're the taxpayers. Aren't it's it's an, it's it's such a lazy expression. It's like it non. Is, it's yeah. like anti-vaxxer, yeah. as you said earlier. Yeah. It's a lazy. Same with Brexit. We had Ramona yeah. and, and Gammon. I mean, Gammon. It's just. You oh, know. I'm quite happy being a, a, a Gammon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fine. You know. <laughs> One of my favorite foods. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes, but uh, but anyway, well, like uh, obviously, the politicians are like, right. We're going to recruit these new people to be part of the police. <laughs> so <laughs> why would you want that? You know, like these, like because in Ireland, mass oh, immigration fuck. have not has not been going on for like twenty five years, like it's been going on here. It's been going on for like three years or five years, something like that. So it's like okay, so like the, the, the politicians are literally telling you, look, we're going to import a bunch of people and put them in police force in charge of you. Well, this is this how's is, that good? This is not. Far from the Kalergi plan. I was just going to say that. Is it? I, I don't actually know anything about the Kalergi plan, but it looks colonial, right? Yes. It looks kind of colonial. Because if I go to Ireland, if I'm I'm a foreigner to Ireland, if I go to Ireland, I expect the Irish police to be Irishmen. Yes. Weirdly enough. I know yes. that sounds crazy. If I go to India, I expect them to be Indians. If I go to China, I expect them to be Chinese, et cetera, et cetera. But no, that's not apparently the opinion of the Irish Senate. They think, no, no, if I come to Ireland, I expect foreigners to be the police. So is this guy, Michael O'Keefe, is he criticizing it or? Oh, no, he's in favor of it. He's, a, he's see, in favor of it. Oh, no, sorry. No, Michael O'Keefe is the guy. He's criticizing it. it. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the politician is from Sinn Féin. Right, yeah. yes, yes. You see, the, the, the thing with foreigners is, again, that's a blanket expression that we're using, I think, to alienate um, a too broad a, a, a scope of people. Yeah, yeah. You, it's quite possible to be an, a, to be a foreigner, and it's quite possible to enjoy the country that you're living yeah, well, in, to believe it. in it, support it, and all that. So yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I really do have a problem with this blanket idea that all foreigners should be in the police. Or it's uh, there's a mooted the other day. Uh, uh, there'd be a, a Muslim. Um, uh, uh, section of the uh, the Met. Yes. Well, why do we need that? Why do we need that? It's, yeah. it's complete nonsense. Yeah. Is there a Christian so, section? Yeah. And it, 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 exactly, exactly. So I think um, the the other day, Get Builders was talking, and I know he's a bit of a marmite. Oh, I like it. He's, he's a bit of a marmite guy. Uh, but one thing he saw, which I think is absolutely true, he said, um, "People defending your own culture and your own sense of self and your own historical reality." Is not far right. No, it's, not. it's just he's right. About it's that. just. It, I think he's absolutely right about that. And I think, in a way, the the the, the Islamist uh, in, in, um, events that we see in London with public praying, the whole thing, that it's a kind of colonialism. Oh yeah, it is, is what it is. It's, yes. totally. it's just colonialism yeah. under another name. Yeah. Is there a reason why they've been praying in the street and not in the many mosques they have? Because we don't see, I can't, we don't see Hindus doing that. Or yeah, I think or, yeah. I, I, I think it, it looks like an expression of power. That's what it is. Intimidation, and yeah. it's like it's the equivalent of putting a flag. Yeah, this we can do. I just yeah. think it's a weird thing, especially as Christians aren't allowed. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's a very odd thing. Yeah, I, I, the other day, <laughs> the other day, I said, you know, they, you, they're all bending over. Yes. 
So I said, I'm just not in the mood for anal sex today. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, oh, we'll watch this because this is great. Okay. Uh, the again, he's this. Lying, isn't he? Oh, oh, you can tell he's lying. Um, but uh, this is this is amazing. This is total delusion. Again, what coming out of the Irish Senate? Uh, my answer to your reasonable debate: immigration is not a problem. Immigration is not responsible for the housing crisis, <coughs> contrary to what is in this motion. We had a historic housing crisis before Putin invaded so Ukraine, before yeah. the increase in the number of asylum seekers. Immigration yeah. is not responsible for the healthcare crisis in this country. In fact, without immigration, the healthcare crisis would get a lot worse. Immigration is not responsible for crime. There is no evidence to link immigration or <laughs> asylum seeking to any increase in crime. Uh, my it's answer just nonsense, to your reasonable... Yeah. Immigrants don't live in houses, they don't get sick, and they never commit crimes. <laughs> yeah. It's just not... But also, how did he drag Putin into it? Well, because they took something like sixty or 80,000 Ukrainian refugees. Right, okay. Uh, but Who are women and children. Right, yeah, because, of course, the Ukrainians... Fine. Yeah, exactly, which is totally fine. Yeah. Because the Ukrainians are like, men are not allowed to leave because we're fighting a war. Yeah. And so th this is why, like, whenever this, this conversation comes up, I'm like, yeah, we can take Ukrainian refugees, obviously. Yeah. Because, A, they probably want to go home eventually. Yeah, B, yeah. they actually have a war. Yes. Like, you know, all these guys from, like, Syria or Somalia, you guys aren't coming from wars. Yeah. yeah. You know, you haven't been invaded by anyone. And the one, the one place in the world that we're actually taking refugees from, and these people are being, like, edged out by a bunch of adventurous young men. So why, why is it? Why is it? I'm just really, really confused trying to find the... You know, the qui bono thing. Who benefits from this? Well, see, this is That's this the thing, is, isn't this it? This is this is why. And I, I take particular exemption from people criticizing the phrase diversity is our strength, right? It's not. Because no, no, no. Well, that's the thing, right? No, no, it's not our strength. But no, right? okay. But it is their, their strength, strength yeah. right? Okay. Because the, the the important part is the first person plural. Who is our when yeah, they yeah. say our? Because I don't feel like I'm part of their gang. No, right? no. I bet he feels like part of Sadiq Khan's gang. Yeah. Right. He feels like they're on the same team. Yeah. And so Sadiq Khan's like, diversity is our strength. It's like, well, yeah, it might be your strength because it keeps everyone divided at each other's throats and powerless to resist. Yeah, it's a good point. The managerial regime you're bringing in. But it's not mine as a sort of native British person's strength. This is obviously doing damage to the country. It's, it, but it's a loaded, it's, it, it, it's, a, it's a loaded saying, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, there to, it's, there, it's said to cause um, hostility. What's the word I'm looking for? To, to, to give the impression that if you don't agree with it, yeah. you must be a racist or you're yeah. this. Or well, this ah, was the Andrew yeah. Lawrence thing with the penalty taker <coughs> back in the day when that football match. Yes. When the, the black player yeah, yeah. missed the penalty yeah. and he and he mentioned it. Yes. Yeah, and, and he got in he, trouble. And he got into serious yeah. trouble. They cancelled his gigs, cancelled yep. his agent left. It's ridiculous. Yep. But, but the, you know? the thing, I think what it is, when they say diversity is our strength, I think that's the globalists rallying together. Uh, it's a good point. I've never We're thought about We're the that. hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really think... Because I've, I've heard it so many times, I've had to think about it a lot. Yeah, yeah you know, but, you're uh, right. But anyway, let's let's check to see if he's correct. Is Ireland's healthcare doing well? No, actually, it's uh, totally clogged up. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable that uh, there'd be a massive amount of over demand for the Irish health service. Right, uh, medicine shortages massively up. Eighty-six percent. I know, right? Jesus Christ, it's terrible. And uh, the government actually can't accommodate all the asylum seekers. They they literally don't have accommodation. So, so there is a housing issue. Then it turns out there might be. A <laughs> it, turns, it turns out. It turns out. Mm, it turns right. out. Uh, you know, misinformation. Who was that idiot speaking? You're not very bright. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, well, he's on the right side of history. You see, 
Is he? Oh, apparently. Oh. I've been told this many times. Like <laughs> okay. to, to, to say these very uh, nice sounding lies is putting you on the right side of history. Uh, so the thing is, they were like, right, what are we going to do about the fact that actually we don't have enough houses? And they were like, well, we can just get a bunch of tents and put <laughs> oh, foreigners on the street. Every, everybody was, wasn't it? Yeah. Was that so good? Yeah. So pretty. That yeah. solved and the problem. The, the thing we uh, we discovered the other day was they do this with um, uh, prisoners that leave prison sometimes. Yes, they can. Do so. <laughs> when they don't have accommodation for them, they put Bloody them in tents. Hell. Yeah. Because that wouldn't affect mental health at all. No, exactly. Yeah. So t- 12,000 applicants arrived uh, last year in Ireland, and uh, they don't have enough places. And so they're just giving them tents and shoving them on the streets. And I'm sure... Well, that's why there's no housing problem. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> when I was like, you know, migrants don't live in, in houses in Ireland, I mean, maybe they're right. Maybe I was right, actually. I, was, I thought I was being sarcastic. <laughs> um, but actually, this seems to be the case. But uh, anyway, we'll leave that right. there. Yeah. Ireland, just... It's not going to go well. We know no. first. No, it's not. No. Your, your housing will go through the roof. Your healthcare will go through the roof. Everything goes badly because just too many people. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Is any of this coming from Brussels because they're still in the EU? Is there, are there limits to what they can actually do? You, you know, what? I don't think it needs to come from Brussels. No. So they, no for no. the past couple of weeks, I've been following Irish politics a lot more closely than I normally do. Yeah. And one thing that has become very apparent is the ruling class of Ireland are just totally bought into the globalist narrative. Right, They right. believe it. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've, they've been banging the table. And the thing is, in, in most other Western countries, you've got like a mask that they put up, right? And they, they try to imply that actually, oh, we've just got to do it's a charitable duty. But in Ireland, the political class seems so inept that they forgot to put the mask on. <laughs> and so they just tell you straight out, no, 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 we're going to get all of these foreign people and you're going to pay for it. It's like, right. no, no, you don't say that. Right. Because that sounds terrible. <laughs> yes. you know, that's, that's terrible yeah, yeah, yeah. optics. Okay. You know, but the Irish, and that's why Ireland's been a really great example of this because these guys are obviously like rushing to catch up yeah. with the rest of the world and yeah. being progressive. But this is this issue. I mean, five years ago, nobody talked about immigration. No. Nobody. No. You know, and I remember the days when Cameron was talking about 10,000 a year max. Yes. Even imagine. Remember, can you imagine that now? <laughs> you know, and now, and all fans, I know, I know Nigel Farage is a bit of a, you know, Marmite again. When you love him, I hate him. Big whatever, fan. You know. But think he's doing great in the jungle. He is. He's going to win that. Yeah, he is. He's I win that. I think it's. Um, yeah. I, I, when he first went in, I thought this isn't going to go well. I, I mean, his, his PR people know a lot more than I do. Uh, me too. They, they, he's, he's doing it. I, I don't. I don't watch mainstream TV, so I haven't seen it. But uh, he's, I'm told he's playing it. I watched his rendition of "I'm Too Sexy," which was brilliant. It was Absolutely. actually really good. <laughs> <wasn't> it? it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I got you on for this. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't watch mainstream TV either. Right? So I actually had to go on their website and start watching. So do I? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, but the thing is, Farage is doing great, actually. Mm. Like he's just coming across as very personable, and yes, decent, and just having some good, a yes. good time there, And so, like the average person, I'm, I'm like following all the um, uh, Facebook pages of like ITV and stuff like that. Yeah. And so you look through the comments, it's all pro Farage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, the public just generally seemed to be quite on side with yeah. it. Uh, obviously, great. they felt that uh, they what he felt or his PR people felt. Yeah. yeah. But there's a side to him that you will not see yeah, when he's being interviewed by yeah. Channel Four or whatever. Yeah, we, we, we've we've met a few times, had dinner with him. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, you sit and chat. We've had some other people with us, and he was very affable. Yeah, and you have speakers you find. Yeah, he was a very charming chap. Seems fairly normal. Yeah, you know, after 25 years in politics, if you can still be normal, after yeah, that, yeah, 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 you must be doing. Something. And he's very self-deprecatory. He, you know, that, yes. taking his, that taking his shirt off thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You imagine Sunak doing that, or yeah. Yeah. front yeah. bench stuck up people. Yeah. You know, never. Uh, Anyway, Sunak couldn't because of his nipple test. <laughs> Speaking of Rishi Sunak, let's talk about how immigration is going to bring down the Tories. Yes, um, it will do. But before we begin, if you want yep. to support us, go and sign up to our website and go watch this interview with Eric Kaufman. Nipple tassels. 
who doesn't have nipple tassels, <laughs> I've heard on good authority, but he is a professor and the adjunct fellow at the Manhattan Institute and Center for Heterodox Social Science at the University of Buckingham. Right. And he deals with demographics in his career, and he is an absolute expert on the subject. It was a real pleasure to have him come in and talk to Connor about how actually we really need to start thinking about getting a handle on this immigration issue right. because it really is the only political issue that matters at the moment. Right, yep. Because if it touches everything else, it does. that's I agree. the problem. Yep, yep. Because, I mean, most of our infrastructure was built in like the 70s. Yep. And that was when the country was 55 million people. <laughs> yeah. okay, now I, it's somewhere north of 70. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, I got kicked out of school when I was 15, so I do not understand manosphere misconception. What the hell is that? That's actually an internet uh, thing. Oh, okay. So don't worry, you wouldn't have learned about that in school. Okay, right. But, um, bas- basically, there's a, there's a section online of uh, dispossessed men. Oh, right. I okay. feel that they've been hard done by by society and the state. Right. Uh, when it comes to relationships. And if you look at the way that the courts deal with fathers. Yes, I know. Yep. Remember fathers for justice? I do, very well. Mm. Totally legitimate yes. complaints. And yeah. yet the, the problem still persists. Yeah. Because for some reason, fathers actually don't deserve a fair shake in the courts for some reason. Yes, it's, 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 a, it's, yeah, it's absolutely atrocious. Yeah, yeah. And so the, 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 the manosphere is an area of the internet where people who have been hard done by by the system have coalesced and said, right, okay, it is the entire concept of dating and marriage that is the problem and that's not the case right it's the fact that it's being unevenly de- dealt with okay you know, in society and so this is a, a discussion to try and uh, rectify some of their misapprehension right, right. okay we, we, we're obviously a very pro sort of family podcast yes we think you should get married have kids buy a house be right. happy you know right. yeah and the, the manosphere i'm i am genuinely sympathetic to how they arrived where they've arrived I don't agree with their message. Right, okay. right. So, right. And so okay. that's, that's what that one's about. Go and watch that as well. It's really good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so how do, you, how do you guys feel about the Rwanda plan? It's a sticking plaster for a, for a massive wound. Mental. <laughs> yeah. I don't actually know that much about it, apart from shipping loads of um, immigrants back to, oh, not back to, but over to Rwanda, which strikes me, that, have Rwanda had any say in this whatsoever? <laughs> have the immigrants had any say in this whatsoever? Right? Well, I wouldn't think Rwandans have. No. The Rwandan government is obviously going to make a pile. Well, get paid. And get paid. Yeah. Well, they yeah. did get paid. And We've get, already yeah. paid them £150 million pounds right. to yeah. take a bunch of immigrants from right. us. Right? I'd not- like to go and see what sort of cars some of the politicians in <laughs> Rwanda are now driving around <laughs> yeah. in. Amazingly nice ones, yes. yeah. I'm going to guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, the Rwanda plan was a scheme that the Conservative government, government cooked up to exchange immigrants with Rwanda. So they're illegal immigrants. We would take some of them. And yes. They would take some of ours. It's like... What's, what's that going to treat? Exactly. How yeah, does that yeah. solve anything? Yeah. yeah. We've paid £150 million for the privilege. Uh, but of course, this got shot down by the Supreme Court in November. For anyone who's not aware, the Supreme Court came about in 2009. So it needs to be liquidated. It's a Blairite institution. Yes. I have T-shirts old. And I think this shirt might be old in the Supreme Court. <laughs> right. right? And ironically, it needs to go. We don't need a Supreme Court. Uh, but of course, they shot this down because they were like, oh, well, it, they could be sent to countries where they could face harm. It's like, <laughs> we're sending them to Rwanda. How much worse could it get? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so the, the government has been trying to get around this. And what's interesting is the Rwanda government, because there's been such a, an absolute catastrophe about this, the Rwandan government uh, has apparently said that, uh, you know, what, we're actually thinking about liquidating this agreement. Now that you've paid us the 150 million, uh, it's always been important to both Rwanda and the UK that our rule of, par- rule of law partnership meets the highest standards of international law and places obligations on both the UK and Rwanda to act lawfully. Without lawful behavior by the UK, Rwanda would not be able to continue with the migration and economic development partnership. Right. So that's a fancy way of saying 
yeah, we might pull out of that. Right. <laughs> You've paid us 150 million. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe that's not our problem anymore. Yeah. See, uh, see you in the Cayman Islands. Country decides. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, country decides the deal is too toxic. Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, the okay. UK is being called unlawful by Rwanda. Mm. Right. Right. Okay. 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 So uh, this, this it's, course. We're just trying to play catch up here. We are. The, just... the horse is so far down <laughs> the lane and the stable door is bolted. Yeah, it's, it's just a joke. I mean, for, for anyone who doesn't know, last year the Conservatives let in 1.2 million legal immigrants uh, and we're, we're quibbling over 100,000 illegal immigrants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the southern border in America. It's yeah. just the whole thing is uh, staggeringly inept. Yeah. And the Conservatives, for some reason, I mean, the Conservatives at any point, because they've got a majority in Parliament, mm. an absolute majority in Parliament, they can just go in and say, right, what legislation are they using to stay here? Repeal, 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 repeal. Just get rid of all, all this Blairite legislation. Yes. allows them to take advantage. Like, they, you, you remember when Boris was complaining about the lefty human rights lawyers? <laughs> yeah. Well, repeal the law. Yeah, then yeah. that's their entire career yeah. over. Then you don't have to, but the Conservatives are not serious about solving it. No, no. Uh, anyway, so okay. in, in light of all of this, mm. the uh, Conservative Immigration Minister resigned. I didn't realize I was an immigration minister. I assumed we just had totally open borders. What was his name? Oh, Robert Jenrick. Yeah, I'd never even mm. heard of him. So I was like, oh, wow, we had someone who was apparently in control of immigration. <laughs> you think the governor <laughs> just, you think the governor heard of him? <laughs> Wait, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Rishi Sarek's like, who's this guy? <laughs> who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, he put out a very long statement attacking Rishi Sarek. Oh, in right. the most flowery of language. Uh, but the, the important part was where he says, however, we, sh we said we would stop the boats altogether. Again, if we can't stop a couple of dinghies coming across yeah. the channel, then we've got nothing. You see how he signed it? Yours ever. Mm. That is weird, isn't it? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. No kisses. <laughs> yeah, not even one kiss, Rob. Honestly, I don't even think you need it. No, exactly. Um, but he says, this is what the public rightfully demands and expects from us. We, it, we must truly mean we will do whatever it takes to deliver this commitment when we say so. Again, you could have done it. All of this could have been done. You're just not prepared to do it. No, exactly. We, I think also, I just think that we've become so squeamish. Yeah. Incredibly squeamish about causing offence to anybody. Yeah. Um, and you can see that the other day with, uh, in Manchester when that guy was, was arrested and the crowd got around the thing. Yes. And, yeah. And then they let him go. Yeah. We, we have no spine yeah. in this country. And I think we, we, we've forgotten exactly what, what's important and what isn't. Well, during the freedom of what was happening, happening because um, we chat with some friends the other day who was on the freedom marches we went on and the anti-lockdown marches. Yeah. Coppers were throwing people in the back of their vans, driving a few miles down the M4 and, and, and kicking them out again. <laughs> and so they just had to make a Prepared to back. do it then. Yeah. You know, but not, not, but that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, look, we actually still have a naval, we are actually a naval power still, yes. even in this yes. emaciated state. <laughs> right. Like what we, would, what we would do is just have a boat that goes out, puts a hook, on one of the dinghies and just sails it straight back to France. Yeah, yeah. Just dump them off. And if the French are like, oh, well, that's not lawful, so? Yeah. You know, it's not lawful for you to allow them to come. But you, you, the thing is now, what you'd have is you'd have so you'd have squeals of horror in the UK oh, from certain groups of people mm. who are not affected by... In, uh, yeah, illegal. Liberal Democrat. Yeah, exactly. Not they're, also, they're not affected. With, with illegal immigration, if, if well, obviously there was clearly an issue for lots of countries, why aren't the Middle East stepping up? Lots of well, wealth, They don't want lots, them. Lots of wealthy countries there. Interestingly, I saw, um, I think it was like uh, some emir from Qatar or something like that, who was literally in, in some conference at some World Economic Forum style mm. thing. And he was just like, I'm going to say this in English because I want the English speaking world to understand 
you are taking our scum, our refuse. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I saw yeah. it going around Twitter. Yeah. He's like, you know, and this was something like 2017, something like that. Right? Yeah. Right. It wasn't very recent, but it, oh, was still, ob- it still obviously applies. Yeah. He's like, you're, you're taking the people we think are bad people and we don't want in our countries. Uh, you shouldn't be taking them for your own good. I don't know why you're doing it. <laughs> right. And it's just like, <laughs> right. Okay. Out of the mouths of babes and children. Yeah. yeah. But, no, but that guy, he's yeah. not like, He's not against the West. No, no, you know, no, he's, no. He's, he's totally like, look, we, we actually don't want you to collapse. No. Stop taking our scum. Yeah, yeah, we'll put yeah. them in jail here. Did he call yeah. them scum, did he? Uh, he called them, he, I don't think it was scum. He, he, he said like refuse or trash or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. But essentially the same thing, you know. Yeah, not, like, you're not, it's not, not upbeat, was it? No, no, no. no, no. no he didn't. It's, he like, didn't it's like the guy at the climate change thing who suddenly stands up and says there's no oh, such thing oh, as yes. global warming. Yes. The, Have you seen that? The, I haven't seen that. No, the, yeah, yeah. The shake. The shake. From COP28. haven't seen that. Yeah. Yeah. And, he's, and he's he saying, lives in a desert. Yeah. yeah. And, he's, and he says there's something, he talks about there is no data to support getting rid of fossil fuels. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No scientific data. That's right. I think yeah. that's what he says. Yeah. Which coming, well, obviously he would say that coming from a, an oil producing uh, yeah, nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's in favour of obviously. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he, he left his stop oil t-shirt at home. I think. Yeah. <laughs> more, more bits that we're going to have to cut yeah. from YouTube. <laughs> anyway, so Rishi Sunak uh, actually responded to this in a public letter, which that seems like a position of weakness to me. Yeah. Uh, he, of course, tries to big his bill up going, oh, this is the toughest piece of legal migration legislation ever put forward by UK government, which tells you everything about how soft UK governments have been mm. in quite some time. Uh, and then shortly after this, Sweller Braveman came out and gave what is being called her Rivers of Blood. Oh, yeah, I've, I've seen it. It's yeah. not nearly that dramatic. It's not. Nearly, no. no. Uh, but she's obviously right on every point here. And she um, can say this because she's not in the cabinet. Yeah, exactly. What's he going to fire her twice? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Um, but just as a, a, I mean, I suppose we'll play a little bit of it yeah. just because it's quite good, to be honest. So, start that. Things have fallen by 30%. The number of illegal Albanian arrivals down by 90%. And we were starting to close down asylum hotels. But, Madam Deputy Speaker, crossings are down is not the same as stopping the boats. And as Home Secretary, I consistently advocated for legislative measures that would have secured the delivery of our Rwanda partnership as soon as the bill became law. Last summer, following defeat in the Court of Appeal, I advised that we should scrap rather than continue passage of the Illegal Migration Act bill in favour of a more robust alternative that excluded international and human rights laws. When that was rejected, I urged that we needed to work up a credible plan B in the event of a Supreme Court loss. Following defeat in the Supreme Court, the Prime Minister has finally agreed to introduce emergency legislation, and I welcome his decision. But Madam Deputy Speaker, it is now three weeks on from that judgment. And we are yet to see a bill. I'm told its publication is imminent, but we are running out of time. This is an emergency, and we need to see the bill now. Madam Deputy Speaker, my deeper concern, however, relates to the substance of what may be in that bill. Previous attempts have failed because they did not address the root cause of the problem. Expansive human rights laws flowing from the European Convention on Human Rights, replicated in Labour's Human Rights Act, 
are being interpreted elastically by courts, domestic and foreign, to literally prevent our Rwanda plan from getting off the ground. And this problem relates to so much more than just illegal arrivals. From my time as Home Secretary, I can say that the same human rights framework is producing insanities that the public would scarcely believe. Foreign terrorists we can't deport because of their human rights. Terrorists we have to let back in because of their human rights. Foreign rapists and paedophiles who should have been removed but are released back into the community only to reoffend. Yep, because of their human rights. Violent criminals pulled off deportation flights at the last minute thanks to the help of Labour MPs, free to wander the streets and commit further horrific crimes, including murder. Protesters let off the hook for tearing down statues and gluing themselves to roads. And our brave military veterans harassed through the courts some 40 years after their service. Madam Deputy Speaker, it is no secret that I support leaving the European Convention on Human Rights and replacing the Human Rights Act with a British Bill of Rights that protects the vulnerable and our national security and finishes the job of Brexit by extricating us from the foreign court and restores real parliamentary supremacy. But I accept that the... We'll leave that there because I think she's making some great points. Mm, I agree. And what the Conservatives could literally do tomorrow because they have the absolute majority. Yes. At any point, they could do this. And Suella Braveland appears to be the only conservative brave enough to stand up and say, well, look, you knew this was doomed because of the ECHR laws that were above you. So why do anything? Because you knew you were going to run into that ceiling and get knocked down every single time. Yeah. And this is... They really are a a bunch of useless articles. They are, absolutely. I mean, they are, they're incompetence. And I mean, it's been highlighted through, uh, obviously through COVID. With the Andrew Bridgen thing, uh, yeah. spoke volumes. Yes, well, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. I mean, the idea that you could actually have an opinion and people will support that opinion, whether yeah. they don't, without you having to agree with it, that seemed to be gone as well. Yeah, I think the thing is, I think, I mean, I, I agree with what, a lot of what she's saying. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, for me, the bigger picture hints at something else, which is that the people in charge, a lot of those people there, have absolutely no interest in ordinary people. No. None at all. Well, I'm not you know, you know what's interesting, does. right? You know what's interesting about this is, they also have no interest in actually governing evil. No. It's okay. one thing, if, if we were governed by a bunch of evil tyrants, at least they would have an interest in governing their own country. Yeah, right? Yeah, right. But these aren't evil, even evil tyrants. Right? These are actually just useless eaters. Who are right. 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 You know, if they were evil tyrants, I'd be like, okay, well, at least I know who's pulling the strings. Yeah. But they're not even that. They're like, yeah. and this is the thing with like the subsidiary authority. Because Braverman ends her speech by saying, well, who actually governs the UK? Yeah. Is it Parliament? It's, it's not Parliament. No. And that's the point. That's why we have basically incompetent people. Like, yes. again, if we had, like, you know, Tony Blair, as much as I dislike him, at least seemed like the guy who was pulling the strings. Right. Like, you know, he may have been an evil genius, but yeah. at least he was in charge and doing the things, you know. But this, like, when you have, like, okay, well, no, we're going to we're gonna outsource responsibility to higher and higher bodies that are further and further away. 
then the people who are closest to us are just incompetent. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Just sit there getting fat on our yeah. largesse and yes, do nothing. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I was never a fan of Margaret Thatcher particularly, but one thing I never felt that she was working with somebody else. Exactly. I never felt that. Yeah. Exactly. I always felt that she was working, right or wrong, working for the country. Exactly. I, mean, um, I felt that with Tony Blair. And I felt, I, yeah, initially. I hated Tony Blair, but at least yeah. I thought he was, you know, in charge of his own mind. Yeah, I think something's <laughs> happened to him, though. Well, yeah. Something, oh, something really yeah. bad has happened I to mean, him. I that, mean, that, that is some sort of weird possession. Isn't yeah, it? it is. Something yeah. very odd's got <laughs> into him. Yes. He's, he, I think he realizes how many mistakes he's made. Yeah, I'm trying to make up for it. Uh, in a way, yeah. So uh, anyway, moving on with this one quickly. Uh, apparently, there have been a bunch of no-confidence letters uh, that have been sent in to about Sunak recently, but I couldn't find any good reporting on this. Right. Uh, I don't trust left foot forward, so I'm just going to skip over that. Okay. Uh, but uh, Sunak apparently uh, has said to his MPs, look, back me or lose. It's like, well, yeah, back you and lose. Yeah, absolutely. You look at the bloody polls. <laughs> like, well, he thinks if, if they don't have him, they'll lose the election. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rishi. Yeah, no, yeah, bless. I know, just, bless. I mean, Braveman was like, "Look, you've you've got a problem with magical thinking, Rishi." Yeah, it's like, yeah, it seems that way. Yeah, it absolutely seems that way. Back me or lose. I mean, <laughs> really? Does he really? You see, I don't. I mean, he doesn't believe that. He can't. He doesn't believe that. No, he, he doesn't. can't believe. Don't that. they just read a press release and they go, oh, "Yeah, I read that." Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> incidentally, I think Cynic uh, gave uh, this uh, press conference at eleven o'clock today. Oh, I, um, we missed you in the. Car. Yeah, no, no. I, I watched it though. Right. Um, if there, he he is definitely trying to get to the point where he can do his thing. I mean, he says, we're completely disapplying all the relevant sections of the Human Rights Act. It's like, okay, why don't you just do what Braveman said and replace it? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could get a lawyer to write up a new thing. Yeah. And then just replace it. You could have it done by this afternoon. Yeah. You know, you literally just need one but, vote to get that But do you have to then take on, to, on board that then you'd have to go down the road of the believing him? Exactly. I, yeah. That's the point, you know. And do, f- would you? Yeah, ex- I don't. Exactly. No. It could not be more crystal clear. Look, this is the problem. It's still in place. And you're like, yeah, but I'm going to do everything up until that line. It's like, okay, but why won't you go over that line? Yeah. You know, because you don't want to. That's yeah, the that's reason. Or yeah, exactly. he just doesn't have the power. Well, yeah. Other people are in his ear. And and then you get, again, to Braverman's point, well, who really controls this country? Yes, it's not yeah. the supremacy of parliament. Who is it? Yeah, exactly. Um, but the thing is, when he was being questioned by the journalist, he seemed very weak and combative, as right. if he's been fought into a corner. And he was like, almost pleading with them. Right. It's like, sorry. What, on this? Yeah, yeah, on this. Oh, all right, can we see a bit? Um, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Um, it's, uh, uh, towards the end. Yeah. I can't see money. That's the volume. Yeah, you were yeah, there. You were there. Go back. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Um, yeah, okay. Tr- just trust me on it. It's he- generally agreed that he's a twat. Yeah, <laughs> but he came across as very weak. And I, uh, I thought that was good, um, but uh, it's all right, John. We'll just go to the next one. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I just thought we'd uh, talk a little bit about what it is he's uh, in defence of. Not like for for some reason, and he knows he's been shot down by the Supreme Court, which he could dissolve. Yeah. He's been shot down by the the legislation, which he should repeal. He has got nothing done, and the Rwanda his Rwanda plan is not going to work. No, and this is what it's costing us. It's cost us three billion a year. Three billion a yeah, year to put yeah. these guys in hotels. That's a lot of money, man. Yeah, right? yeah. But the thing is, this not this is just the ones who are in hotels. Yeah. But the problem is way worse than you think. So you had uh, Matt Goodwin going on GB News and saying, "Well, look, fifty percent of social housing is occupied by people who aren't British." Yeah. And of course, people go, "Oh, no, that's not true." Actually, it's only forty-seven <laughs> percent. Oh, <sorry. laughs> uh, I actually, I actually went through all of the data, so you can actually go through the census data. Yeah. 
And so I put out just a couple of pie charts wow. based on the data. Okay. So in the whole of the UK, you have about 4 million people who are on, in social housing. So the right. government is paying them to live in a house. Right. Right. Of those people, 20% or 800,000 yeah. are not non-UK, uh, not born in the UK. Right. Right. And in London, a lot of people. That is a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Right. And in London, oh. it's like that. So you have about 800,000 in total, uh, 414,000 are UK born, 376,000 are foreign born. 50, 50 and, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what Matt Goodwin was talking about. Jeez. So he was, he was being a little bit imprecise with what he was saying there, but basically, yes, there is a massive problem. And I, I just want to be clear. I just think the number of people on f- social housing who are foreign born should be zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Sorry, why, you don't come to our country and get our government to pay for your yeah. house. Yeah. Well, 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 Especially in London. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine how much that's we, costing. We yeah, I know. I can't afford to live in London. No, exactly. No. No, we moved out of London for that <laughs> exactly. reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And when I moved to Spain, I had to step up and show that I could afford, that I was claiming that I am who I am. And you could afford to buy a house. Yeah, bank house. account yeah. records, everything. And, yeah. you know, and uh, and I spent a lot of money in Spain. I'd be happy. You know, we had, we had um, cleaners and, yeah, and um, people helped out and lo- relocation agencies, and yeah. I bought I bought cars. And yeah, yeah, yeah. spent a lot of money there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I, 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 and what I liked about it is they wanted to know. Well, all right, you can come here. Yeah, what are you bringing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no. That, I think that's a legitimate question. Well, it's a bit like me get, trying to get a job in Spain in a restaurant without any Spanish. Yes, it, yeah. you know, you yes. have to you have to be part of the the, the, the culture that you're in or leave. Yeah, it's quite simple. And it is so totally reasonable for a country to say, no, actually, we're not going to pay for you to live here. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't want the country paying for our own people to live here. No. You know, I want <laughs> yeah. them to get jobs. Yeah. You know, but let alone, okay, I've just moved over and I want, I mean, again, in London, of, of all the places, and the thing is, like, a, a load of these are in the, or not a load, a, a percentage of these are in the city of London. So have you been to the city oh, of London? Recently? Yeah. There aren't tower blocks there. No, no, like, no. There aren't flats. Where, where are they living in the bloody yeah, city of London? Yeah, yeah. How much is that costing? Yeah. Like, if I were to buy or rent a place in the city of London, it'd be like 10 grand a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, very expensive. It is unbelievable. Very, it, it is. I know. I know. And so th- this is another three, three and a half billion a year that we're spending on foreign born people. That's extraordinary yeah. amount of money. Yeah, yeah. It's staggering. Yeah, like, because yeah. we just said they're just numbers, right? So that's three million million. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, that's the, the, so much money. Yeah, you know. And then another think, think of how that could be spent. We, yeah. we we work with local homeless charities, and uh, you know, trying to get any help yeah. is, is is one well, one local. They've had, yeah, one local charity. They applied to um, the lottery. Really? Yeah. For money. Yeah, yeah. Can't get it from the government. Can't get it from government. Yeah, no, no. I mean, like that that that's all money that could be used on reducing my taxes. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> could be yeah. used on a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, they you know, they wouldn't have to raise it in the first place. No. Or they could spend it on actual things that would be good for us. Yes. Rather than just yeah. housing a bunch of foreigners. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's, it, it it harks back all the time to to regular people being um shafted <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Totally. you know they yeah. take they take all the security off stations yeah. they take security off yeah. the trains yeah. they take security yeah. off the streets and if you and, look at the state of the trains really, i mean really come on what's, what's interesting there's a there's a local restaurateur that we know quite well and uh he's he's a muslim he came over about 30 years ago he oh, has yeah. worked his nuts off exactly he's just bought the property opposite his shop uh paid bought the whole building yeah. He works really, really hard, and he's angry about what's going on. Yeah. He said, "Yeah, I came over legally. I've worked my nuts off, and what's and I'm not being, um, 
I'm, I'm not being what's the word I'm looking for? Um, respected. Respected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to, I used to live above an Indian restaurant, and the guy who owned the Indian restaurant came over in like the 80s. Yeah, he was exactly the same. Yeah. He was exactly as furious. So like, look, a, these guys are scum. B, why are you giving them money? I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I had to pay for <laughs> this guy. Yeah, I yeah. had to work, and he had yeah. a beautiful restaurant. You know, and it's yeah. like, and that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So a guy comes over, he's going to work hard. And the thing is, if we merely restricted it to the people who are prepared to work hard, yeah. then immigration is going to fall off a cliff. Yes. Because so many of these people are clearly not planning to work yeah. hard. Yeah. Well, they're, yeah. they're, they're, <laughs> we're, most of our friends start, aren't in the music industry. They're in restaurant, uh, hospitality, yeah. or, or builders or whatever. And all those industries have a high input of immigrants. And all of them have worked really hard to get where they are. Yeah, exactly. They own restaurants. They've got construction yeah. firms. And they begin to get pretty ticked off. That they they've seen people just basically fast tracked. Yeah, yeah, because that's what's happening. Yeah, well, there's, a, there's a Martin, who's a local um, guy that we know, who's a, a painter and decorator. Um, as, as an example of how the state treats ordinary people, uh, he his van had broken down, so he was using his car to transport all his paints and bits mm-hmm. and pieces to the next job, and the police stopped him because he didn't have a commercial license. And explain just it's for one job. For one job. Yeah. You know, and then he opens the paper and looks at this. Yeah. And there are going to be so many people in this yeah. country who are working without licenses. Yeah. <sighs> I don't, I don't even know. It's, it's, it's infuriating. Yeah, well, you have to have people in the house in, 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 in government who really, really give a crap about yeah. ordinary people. They, they, they thought, and they don't. That's and nor so, does Labour. That's what's so surprising no, yeah, about uh, Andrew Bridget. What do yeah. you think of him? Yeah. He, he is very, um, yeah. Focused on this subject, yeah, yeah, and uh, and I think more powerful. Peter McCulloch and a lot of yeah, yeah, well, the other guys, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in, I'm in a, a oh, politician. yeah, you're a politician, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, and just to be clear, there's no way in hell we're going to be endorsing Labour. Oh, um, they, that's they're, be. they're the architects of all of these problems, <laughs> exactly. and they're just going to make them worse. Exactly. Also, Keir Stun. Oh yeah, don't <laughs> go on. you don't even know what a woman is. No, no. stupid man. No. Hey, hey, hey! You know he's what 99 of women are. It's that one percent who have penises. He's a bit confused. About. He's a bit confused yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God, what in the I state, know. the state of our country. I know. Um, but it, it wasn't always like this as well. That's the thing. A lot of the young people these days, they don't realise that the country wasn't always shit. No, it no. wasn't. And also, we used to have. There were politicians. I didn't agree with John Smith, but he was a serious politician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't oh, agree yeah. with Dennis Healy, but he was a serious politician. Yes. All these people were serious people, you know. Back serious. in the day, they used to reside if yeah. it wasn't that, like Robin Cook. Or, yeah. Or was it Robin Cook? Robin Cook, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, they resigned on principle. Yeah. yeah. And I remember... Well, when, where's that? Yeah, and I remember um, they were talking about Peter, Sh- Peter Shaw's wife was talking after he died. And she said in the house, he was probably the only one who had actually read the Treaty of Rome. <laughs> really? Yeah, she said, our flat was just littered. You couldn't yeah. see the he carpet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, there's a, now, whatever yeah. you think, if you don't, there are parts of me I agree with and parts of me I don't. But whatever you think, he was a, a, a thinking politician mm. who was committed to looking you, after the British people. If you could put some of those people in the room with each other, yeah. the mincemeat Tony Benn would make of Starmer. Yeah, exactly. Or Peter Shaw would. Mm. Or Harold Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Or... Um, you know, even Margaret Thatcher, whatever you think of these people, they could they could stand their ground. Yeah, and this, uh, this, I made this point a while ago because that you can literally just go on YouTube and watch old interviews from like the sixties, seventies, and eighties, and listen to the politicians talking. And it wasn't just the rote propaganda exactly. that wasn't coming out. No, they would thoughtfully answer questions. Yeah. Now, look, we had a higher caliber of politicians yeah. Yeah. 30, 40 years ago. And we have declined. Oh, it's dreadful. It's palpable. Yeah, yeah it is. Feel the yeah, 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 I know. I know. Exemplified with uh, um, Diane Abbott. Yes, <laughs> I thought when they were when they do that that sketch on No Countdown, it was Diane Abbott doing the math. Oh, right. <laughs> it was, it was just, 
Oh, you've got to laugh. I tell you, I just can't believe Diane Abbott was actually pictured in public with two left shoes on. Yes, she was. Yes, she How? wasn't. She was. Yes, yes I'm not was. even joking. No, 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 some time ago, yeah. Two left shoes. I've never seen that. I'm not even joking. I'm just like, how does that happen? <laughs> no. Yeah. How do you? Yeah, that's got to be protocol. Uh, it's well, not. Protocol. I swear to God, it's not. Seriously, <laughs> I'm yeah. not even joking. It's yeah. like uh, you know, you can. I'm not good at maths either, <laughs> but I can at least get the right shoes on in the morning. You have a knickers on outside of dressing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hackney oh. Abbott, there for you, folks. Oh Lord. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Like just. <laughs> I mean, but like, it's one thing having mismatched shoes, but it'd be a right and a left. Look, look. Like, but, and ironically, two left shoes. <laughs> oh, bless her. Bless her. But we got a close. The same shoe. They? And they're not the same shoe. They're not the same shoe, but they're both left. <laughs> oh, God, Lord. That's how left wing Diane Abbott is. She refuses to wear a right, <laughs> right shoe. <laughs> They're different oh, shoes bless. completely, look. Which I'd understand if it was like a right shoe and a left shoe. Yes, yes. Two different shoes. Okay, fair enough. You yes. know, I've not done it myself. I've done that with trainers. I could understand. I haven't done it. I've got black trainers yeah. that are really similar. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Easy enough mistake to make. But two left ones, Diane, honestly. Anyway. Poor thing. Let's go to some comments. Yeah. I think we've got a video comment. This is funny. Oh, really? Hi. Too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. Sexy for my shirt. So Too sexy Nigel. for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. <laughs> have you been watching this? I have. I mean, yeah. He's going to nail it. He's yeah. nailing it. I'm sorry. He is. Yeah, he I, is. I was wrong because I, I tweeted about it. I, think, I thought it was a big mistake. You know, yep. blah, blah, blah. But the, the, as Fred said, his PR people and him knew exactly yeah. what he was Yeah, saying. they've done it, but it's absolutely. It's, so far, it's been, been, been fought. The left must be absolutely. Oh, I've seen it. They yeah. must, they must be. Well, was that, that stupid woman on TV, Lorraine Kelly, oh. slagging him off. Well, you've got to be very, when you go down that road, you better be careful. About, about how he looked. Those skeletons in your yeah. Well, also, how, it was about how he looked in the shower. Yes. It was yeah. a physical thing. Yes, it was. The guy did that about a woman in a shower. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. and she she's she's no uh, no she she's no um, Kate Moss. <laughs> I was going to go for Angela Dudley, but anyway, uh, she wasn't in anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but it was uncalled for. It was just it, you know yeah, why why do you need to make that nasty comment? Yeah, you just you could have just said well well going yeah going back to the immigration thing yeah. immigration wouldn't be on the even on the up for discussion if it wasn't for Farage. Yeah, I yes. Yeah, He's yeah. been pointing at that for, for years yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And whatever you think of him, and I have my misgivings in certain areas about certain, sure. certain things, but on the immigration issue, he has called it. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And it, like I said earlier, it is the issue. It is. It is. It's going to be the, ne it, it, at the next election. It. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, um, Jerome says, I proposed to my girlfriend yesterday. I'm getting married. Well, congratulations. Oh, well done, Jerome. Yeah, well done. Uh, Tech Heresy says, regarding the genocide of the Jews, from the river to the sea, not a call for genocide. Men aren't women. Clear call for genocide. Logic. Ah, yes, that's another thing. Is that if you if you don't affirm transgenderism in all its forms, yeah. you want to genocide all trans people. Yeah, do we? <laughs> Apparently, breaking news. I think. No, no, <laughs> okay, but, breaking news. But saying death to all Jews is not a call for genocide. It's contextual. Huh. Uh, Sean says it is really angering to see a congressperson arguing against freedom of speech and arguing to have publicly funded. Private institutions limit people's speech. Uh, the problem is this is not equally applied. The speech is applied. Uh, the speech is limited depending on who is saying it and who it's about. True. And that's exactly the problem. Yeah. You know, I believe that university people are in line with the Supreme Court's ruling that a call for genocide or violence is protected speech yeah. as long as it's not targeting a specific person. Now, that's a very bold statement. 
say actually maybe they should be allowed to do it, but it's not evenly applied. Yeah, yeah, to be yeah. honest with you, I can see why that wouldn't be accepted. Yes, uh, I'm a, I'm quite a free speech absolutist. Yeah, maybe saying we should kill all of those. I people. don't think you can cite hate and violence. No, yeah, I, I, it comes with free speech comes with responsibility. It, it, it yeah. does. Yes, it does. I, I think yeah. calling for genocide probably isn't really. <laughs> I don't think it's a good idea. I'm prepared to limit free speech at that point. Yes. It's it's the old fire in a crowded theatre thing. That you know, know, that's that's not true, actually. Is it not true? No, that's that that's a weird canard. Because it sounds like it should be true, but it's not. You can yell fire in a crowded theatre. But you shouldn't. You shouldn't, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well there we go. That's That's a different thing. Yeah. You shouldn't. No. And and obviously you shouldn't. But you know, I I'm not gonna get on the, the whole high horse of like, oh well, you know, I should have my right to call for genocide on a university campus. Like, look, okay, you know. Be, be realistic. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Be sensible about these things. Also, as we said, if someone stood up and they applied that to gays or blacks, black yeah, communities, absolutely. Asian communities, white, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, whoever, yeah, whoever. You yeah, just yeah. can't do it, man. No, exactly, exactly. It's not. You yeah, see the black not, guy the other day civilized. complaining yeah, exactly. in Italy. It's, <laughs> no, it's, exactly. It's not. No, but that's the right it, thing. It's, it's not civilized, exactly. Because no, no, but that's a great way. Because the thing that you're doing there is you're taking it outside of the realm of rights, right? Because that's not really the issue. No. The 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 issue is propriety. You know, is it proper? Is it decent? Is yes. It, is it the correct thing to yeah. do? Of course, yeah. it's not the correct. Yeah. Thing. And that's ground on which the the right, the conservatives, win a lot more firmly. Yeah. Because the left are totally off the reservation when it comes to yeah. propriety. Yeah, they are. And they're insane. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> so they can't win on that ground at all. So that that's the right way to frame it. So yeah. don't worry about rights. You know, screw that and stuff. Yeah. Is it good or bad? Is it is it appropriate or inappropriate? Yeah. yeah. That's how we win. Yeah. Uh, Andrew says, "I'm no constitutional scholar, and colleges can technically make up their own rules." But free speech includes speech we don't like or agree with. It is not directed at personal, uh, the person speaking has their powers put into action, and it should be allowed and debated. Well, th- and this this is something that Americans, because of course they've got the First Amendment, are yeah. very strong. <laughs> yeah. And if that is the case, I'm not going to object, but I don't think it's the right thing. Uh, I think, I think it's a very long conversation. I'm not going to get it. Is a long. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, Alex says, I think the questioning of the university representatives was handled badly. Uh, the questions about whether calls for the genocide of Jews violated conduct should have been immediately followed by questions about the university investigations and punishing of students for speaking out against the so-called BLM movement. Uh, they would have shown the hypocrisy immediately. But I get, I get the feeling that the person doing the interrogating was just flabbergasted. Mm, yes. yes. Yeah. Sorry, are you actually equivocating? Uh, that, that, yes. that she couldn't believe it. Yeah, no, I know. you could tell. Well, for her, it was a yes or no. Yes. I, you know, do you advocate murder or not? Yeah, 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 yes. Oh, well, is that it, depends. <laughs> because, I mean, look, when they, you know, it, oh, it's contextual. It's like, well, look, what you're saying is what Hitler did is contextual. Yeah. You know, it's contextual on, well, maybe, you know, like. That, well, it, that contextual could apply to anything. To anything, yes. You, you know, to, uh, um, uh, Fred and Rose West. Yeah. Well, it's contextual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it gets pretty, it gets pretty it, murky. Yeah, I wonder, I, I often wonder whether it's because we no longer believe in any particular God. Well, well, maybe, maybe because we're so secular now. C- certainly, lack of faith. Yeah, a lack of faith. I don't mean Christian or anything. Yeah. This is three atheists saying that, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not atheist. I'm, oh, right, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a don't know. I, I'm an atheist. Oh, right. Like, okay. and I, but I'm on. I, I've come to the same conclusion yes. over the years. I, you know, I used to be a big fan of the new atheists, and yeah. the years I've been like, no, they were wrong. Actually, yeah. Well, uh, actually, like a lot of people just need something, an, a, a divine authority over them to tell them this is just... Well, a set of, a, it's what you were saying, a, a set, set of, of civilization yeah, of values. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you're just blowing in the wind. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, someone online makes a great point here. The context is that Muslims are above Jews on the progressive stack. As in, they... they <laughs> no, no. So the, the progressives, they have, they have something... They oh, I see. The, the, right, okay. Right. And so what, what they have is uh, uh, levels of oppression. Right. right? And so they believe that Muslims are more oppressed than Jews. And uh, therefore, 
the way the left envisages power dynamics is that if one group is considered to be more oppressed than another group, then that the, anything that oppressed group does against the other group is can't le- be considered is legitimate. Exactly right, and so that's what essentially they're appealing. It sounds to. like bollocks to me. It does. <laughs> it does. Obvious, <laughs> obvious <laughs> I'm just throwing out. No, I'm no, just no, throwing no. it out there. It's it's obvious bollocks, but this is just how they they envisage the world because right. they view everything as as universal classes. Yes, and so if if it's a bunch of Muslims saying, "Oh, we need to kill all the Jews," and they can be like, "Well, I mean, you know, they are being oppressed." Exactly, exactly. <laughs> then they get the defense. Whereas if someone like uh, Dan points out here, Count Dankula makes a joke about teaching his dog to do a hit. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, that. and he gets, he gets, he gets arrested. Yeah. Charged. Remember that. You know, I, I remember hearing, I didn't see it. I remember right. it. was just, a, it was just a meme. Funny. These dogs doing this. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a meme joke. And like David Badil was like, well, that was funny. You know, like it's obviously, you know, it's obviously just a joke yeah. uh, to wind up his wife. And uh, he gets charged, you know, and so it's like you can see how it's about being on the same. Yeah, Dankula is a white man. Yeah, you're not allowed to make that joke because you're right. at the bottom of the stack. Yeah, yeah. If it was a Muslim person calling for the disestablishment of Israel and the death of all Jews, well, you know, yeah, we need to think about it. And so this is the the sort of problem that they they have, or we have. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so Richard says college communities in the U.S. are what I refer to as cake eaters. They want to be objectionable, edgy, and on the wrong side of arguments just for the sake of it. They will fall back to free speech to justify anything. A perfect case of wanting to have your cake and eat it. These people are ignorant ideologues. Obviously true. Right. Um, Matt says, my friend was asking me how we as average people, I mean the far right, uh, (laughs) can resist mass immigration into Ireland. I said, just talk about it with friends and family. State plainly what you see with your own eyes. And above all, don't let the word racist shut you up. Yes. I think that's absolutely absolutely true. Because they're only going to call you a racist in order to shut you up. Yes. Like it's not, like they're not advancing a thesis. They're <laughs> no. not trying to persuade you no. of something. You know, they are literally just saying, shut up, you racist. Yes. Um, and that's because diversity is their strength. Yes. Their strength. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Sophie says, uh, we already don't have enough houses, so bringing in a million people to place uh, to a place that already doesn't have enough houses won't have any negative effect. Logic. Yeah, a lot of people like pointing out the logical inconsistencies. Yeah, and things yeah but... but- but it, I mean, it's just so obvious. Like, okay, we're going to bring in loads of immigrants. Okay, wait, but logic, logic, the guy we saw earlier in the dial in the, in, the, in the Irish Parliament. Yeah, yeah. logic doesn't a come them. in. Yeah, they, they don't speak from logic. No, they no. speak well, no. from faith. Yeah, yeah this, and that's yeah. all it is. It's, it's nothing to do with what they see. It's what they feel. Yeah, I mean, they've got to the point where they're literally giving them tents to live on the streets of Ireland. Yeah, yeah, but there's no housing problem. These people lived in houses in their home countries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. actually, and now they're in tents. Now they're in tents. Yeah, yeah. Intense getting yeah. government subsidies. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's you know, you're not uh, taking, it is, it is moronic thinking. It is, yeah. it is yeah. extraordinary, isn't it? You're not taking in the homeless from the third world. No, no, no exactly. Anyway, uh, Charlie says regarding the Irish politicians, it should be noted that though there are politicians that are very much in favor of mass migration, there are only the ones in parties. The independent politicians from rural Ireland have for a while called out. The mass effects, uh, the effects of mass migration on uh, rural communities. Mm. We are not delusional about uh, delusional about migration. Our political elite. Are. Well, I did say that. I yeah, did yeah, say yes, that. Yes, not yes. the regular people. This is the pol- the politicians. That's a different breed completely. Yeah, exactly. But the problem is the the people in the political parties, the ones in government. Yeah, uh, Ireland's currently got a coalition government of three globalists who all agreed. Yeah, globalism's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and yeah, not salad makes uh, again this so. I, my dad was in the RAF, and guess uh, what? My dad was in the RAF. Okay. And so growing up, I lived on military camps. Okay. And so what we had all, every day was a, a, a like warning system 
on how dangerous it was because the IRA they were putting car bombs and oh, cars okay. and stuff like this. Right? Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> and so as not Salad points out here, Sinn Fein turning into a globalist uh, open borders party is utterly perplexing. Yes. Yeah, bonkers <laughs> it's mad yeah like it's the total opposite of what, of they, what they were when i was growing up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like exactly. the very notion you know if you told me even 10 years ago the party that was led by men like martin mcginnis and jerry adams would be progressives i would have laughed in your face my more conspiratorial side wonders how much of it has to do with mass amount of funding uh, the ira received and Fein received from the wealthy irish americans i, I can i have no idea mm. but like i can't explain how they became woke open borders types. No, 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 no. Like, like Ireland for the <laughs> Irish should be the most Sinn Féin slogan yes. you could possibly yes, have. Absolutely. Right? I mean, mm. like, it's just, I mean, they literally killed people over this. <laughs> yes. They literally got killed over yeah, this. Yes. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> right. I just, yeah, yeah, I don't, uh, I just, I just think that there's a, there's, it's, it's almost like a language issue now. I think regular people that you meet in the street are, sp- are speaking one, using one language. Yes. One set of words, one set of observations. Yeah. And the people in power, yeah. generally speaking, are using a completely different set. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And they, they operate with a different agenda. They operate. I don't think that people like that idiot Radka, uh, is, he's not taking his orders from the Irish people. No, he doesn't think about the Irish people. He doesn't care about them. He's, he's taking his orders from the WF and people like it. Yeah, it is really weird, isn't it? How... And like there, there are a lot of people pointing out that there are a remarkable number of like Indians and uh, South Asians who are running Britain and Ireland. And I'm not like someone who's particular about that, but there are a lot of coincidences. Well, they had the do you see that picture on the other day about the, the uh, Home Office staff? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is that true? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, real I picture. Think, yeah, I, I think Really, I don't yeah. know. I mean, oh, it's just very. So no, you have to. You have to be you very skeptical. You have to. Be. You, you no, have I think to be. that is correct. But there was, there was, there was a time when that wouldn't have been an issue. No, you, you know, you you have the Home Office completely staffed by Indians, yeah. Pakistanis, or I don't care. But the the assumption was that they were all essentially working for the same thing, state. working yeah. for the state, Country. working for the British people. Yeah. Now there's this. We, we've injected into this into this dialogue yeah. this cynicism. That anybody who doesn't look like they fit in yeah. is is to be questioned, yeah. and, and their yeah. loyalty is questioned. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a very, very. And I, for me, it started with Brexit. That's when I started to notice it. Yes, because if you were if you were, if you were pro Europe, then you had one set of allegiances, yeah. and if you were pro British, you, you yeah were, you yeah had a, you had another. I set. I, I, I think and Brexit's a good, good. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, no, Brexit's a good dividing line there. Because I mean, like Swella Braveman, obviously an Indian woman, but like obviously very pro British. She's the like it's been really unpopular for her to come out with her own party, let alone the opposition. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And say the things that we want to yeah. have said. Yeah. So, okay, you know, it's not that, you know, I'm definitely not saying Indian people are X, Y, or Z. No, exactly. But it, there are a lot of people who are like, it is weird though, yeah. that there are a lot of like non-native people yeah, yeah. who are at the top and who are doing the exact opposite of what people want. Yeah. And I understand why they would be, you know, why they would start noticing things like that, but it's not, it's not fair no, it's not characterize. You know, in the same way that whole this whole Islamic thing is now being conflated with re- with a kind of race issue. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah, yeah, not yeah. which is not cool mm. at all. It's, yeah. it's a completely different thing. Yeah, and you know, Powell back in the day was obsessed with numbers. Yeah, and, and numbers are still an issue. But actually, the, I I think the biggest issue, the bigger issue now, is culture. Yes, that it's it, numbers are are a, 
are other like the salt in the in the oyster. It's, mm. yeah. it's an irritant, but it but the the culture issue is a massive issue. We haven't even begun to. Yeah, face. no, no, you're exactly right because the 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 biggest defenders of the British people in the past like ten years have been right wing Indian women. Pretty Patel as well, Like if they're the champions, we get okay, fine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. You know, like so, yeah. it's it's very bizarre. It's also this idea that that uh, we've we, we've kind of because of I think. For me, because of the EU and because of this whole globalist thing, you're taught that homogeneity is the good thing. But I think actually diversity in terms of culture is really fantastic. Yes, you know, you go into you go into an Indian restaurant. It's run by Indian people. They make Indian food. Yeah. When we go to when we work in Germany, I always say Germans should be German. Be as German as you possibly can. Yeah, yeah. You don't try and be European. Be the, German. The French should be French. Yeah, yeah. The Italian should be Italian. That's what really? I like about all that. This yeah. is this is an old school view of nationalism. Uh, yeah. nation yes I, yeah and that, that but that's the thing and i agree with you yes. right? obviously i want indians to have india and be indian in india and have you know and if if a small number of indians move elsewhere okay fine fine you know that's fine but like that requires a kind of understanding that the nation belongs to the host culture mm. the native yes culture, yes you know and so if the the natives are like oh well actually 15 million immigrants in 25 years is too much mm. then we just close the border and then that would be an easy thing yeah. you know that that logically follows but our politicians just don't think. That. Yeah, yeah, they no. just don't think that Britain belongs to the British. They yeah, don't believe yeah. that France belongs to the. France. No, they don't. No, they, no, they don't. don't. Don't believe that Germany belongs to the. Well, Germans, I, I, et I read a thing the other day, and it said strong fences make good neighbours. They do. Yeah, that's absolutely totally true. true. I think it's absolutely true. Yeah, but but also when when you see what what you're appealing to is a sort of civilizational sense, right? As in, we're part of the British civilization, and the Germans are the German civilization, mm. the Indians the Indian civilization. Mm. When you take on this kind of civilizational sense. Not only do you gain respect for other civilizations, you gain respect for your own civilization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So suddenly, oh no, I actually have a a, a job to do to uphold yeah. our civilization. Yeah. You know, there's a responsibility on me, and then you respect other people who are doing the same thing exactly. in other cultures. Yeah, exactly. And that makes for much better neighbors. Yeah, exactly. I I, I really enjoy going when we were kids. We got to go to France. Oh it was yeah, really exciting. I lived in Germany for eight years. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love those differences. Yeah, uh, and the, yeah. We we went. We didn't go, but there was an Albanian wedding. Uh, of a friend of ours recently, and they had they they filmed it, yeah, and um, oh, it's and it's wonderful to see. Yeah. It happened in Albania. They hired a huge um, yeah. building. I don't know what it was, and they're all wearing different. They're all wearing different clothes. And one of the dances is they do this kind of side thing, and and right. all, all their arms are out, right? Yeah. So I was I said to Amir, I said, "What's what is it with the with the arms?" Yeah. He said, "Because um, in Albania there are loads of eagles." Right, right, right. Loads of eagles. So yeah. that's the eagle. Right. And the other thing was all the, a lot of the women were, were dressed differently. And I thought, what, what is that? Some women were just in plain white and other women had loads of colorful stuff on. Yeah. And he said that's because they come from different areas of Albania. Right, right. Now, I think that is fantastic. But, right? Yeah, but that's because that is fantastic. Yeah. But, but it's predicated on the idea that there can be a place for Albania well, and for nowhere else. Absolutely. You know, this is the place for Albania to be Albanian. I agree. Yes. And that's what it's all predicated on. But, but I... I because my dad was in the RF, we I lived in Germany for eight years when I was growing up. But the 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 camp very English, very British. Yes, of course. Yeah. And it's and I I didn't realize it at the time, but I I got a very strong sense of being an Englishman because of the Germans. Right. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Because you, what, you, I mean, the Germans are all lovely. Yeah. But they're obviously not like us. No, so, they're different. And and that's fine. And I and you know had a great time spending a lot of time with the Germans. And but you you very quickly understand that oh we're not like you actually. No. Yes. Actually, you know they're in yeah, very, they are different. Yeah. And it's fine. It's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. And so you just I, and that, that really reinforced it in my mind. It's like no, there should be a place for the Germans, and that's actually not in England. Right, there should, there should be a place for the English, and that should be called England. Yeah, yeah. You know, there should be a place for the Irish, that should be called Ireland, and that's 
and everyone will get along. Yeah, just and people. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm going over time. Um, but uh, but anyway, I guess I guess we we'll have to leave it there. Uh, where can people find more from you if they want more? Where can people do what? <laughs> Find more from you. Oh, okay. We're at uh, rightsaidfred.com. Right. Uh, and which is there. Yep. And then there's, uh, we're uh, at the Freds on Twitter. Right. Facebook is Right Said Fred Official, I think. And same with Instagram, Right Said Fred Official. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Right. We'll go and follow the Freds on yep. Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and wherever else. And uh, thanks so much for joining me, guys. Hey, I think it's it was been a pleasure. Brilliant. No, thanks. Fun. Thanks, man. It's fun. It's good. And yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow, folks. Yes. Oh, no, we'll see you in 30 minutes for Lad's Hour, actually. Oh, Lad's Hour. True. Yeah.